LSG Media presents a Game of Thrones podcast. Welcome back to the Game of Thrones podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Dean, and joining me is the lovely Jessica. How you doing, Jessica? All right. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. That's like cheesy radio guy. Wow. Hi, how are you today, Jessica? I'm fine. Thank you. You had a work day. haven't seen much of you, and now you're here, <laughs> nope. and now we're podcasting. We're going to do this. It's uh, almost nine o'clock on when, uh, Tuesday, as they say, Tuesday. Used to be past my bedtime, but I got to do this for the people. Yep. The people demand it. The show must go on. So the gift, seventh episode. That's the name of the episode? Yes. Weird. Game of Thrones, The Gift. I think it is. <laughs> There's an episode of Buffy called The Gift, and it's really important to like Buffy lore, and that actually weirds me out that that's the name of this episode. Well, I'm sure there are lots of TV show episodes with the name of Gift. Yeah. Just more saying. creative Game of Thrones. Fucking okay. losers. It was so, a great gift you gave us at the end of this episode, truly. So last episode, last podcast episode, I ranted heavily and hard was mad about the offended or the offenderati, as my friend has named them. The controversy. The offenderati, as they are known. It's like the Illuminati. The conspiracy. It's like the Illuminati? Oh, Basically, my God. Basically, it's like a conspiracy to be offended at everything. How do you get into the... Thus, throw wrenches into the quagmire that is civilization by not letting anybody say anything. This is crazy. It is very crazy. But, um, so, what are your first impressions of the gift? Give me your initial thoughts and feelings. I loved... A lot of things that happened in this episode. Love them. Love, overall. Overall, I half of it I loved and half of it I was like, eh. Meh. Yeah. I yeah. was talking to- Actually, there's really only one part that I was like, I hate this. But I was talking to my friend Damien and he was like, you know what? I was kind of like, meh about this week's episode. But there were two things that I loved. Yeah. And then everything else I was like, eh. And one part I was like, I hate this now. So. You're like, eh. then you're like, hmm. Then you're like, what? Then you're like, oh. Were those yeah. your different noises? No, those weren't quite right, but you tried. I did try. Well, the good news is, is that um, we've got, uh, uh, there's, they've left us some, some stuff to talk about. We also have uh, some of our listener comments, which we'll get to at the end here. But um, we're going to do this the way we always do this, aren't we? We're going to travel around Westeros. Okay. Like game pieces on a map. Damn. Yes. And I don't know. My initial thoughts, um... Well, here's what I said at the last, at the at conclusion of the last podcast episode. I said, we're going to get Theon blue balls, aren't you, we? You were correct. We did, didn't Actually, we? it was worse than Theon blue balls. It was like, oh, I hate Theon again. Yeah, it was worse than Theon blue balls. It was straight up Theon treachery. It wasn't even tragedy. It was treachery. Yeah, but then they gave you like the Brienne teaser, a little cock teaser, like, hey, but Brienne's out there, guys. Yeah. Don't forget about her. She's she's still out there. She's tough. She'll, she'll kill people. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We got a little blue balls. So we'll 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 have to talk about that at Winterfell. Yeah, we will. So we got the wind we got the wall, we got Winterfell. We've got uh Jorah and Tyrion. That shenanigans That's continues. One thing that I loved at the very end. A very brief look in on Marine and of course Dorn and King's Landing. So Yeah, you know what? The more I think about this episode as we're going through it, overall I would call the episode meh, except for like Two scenes that I loved. Oh, oh and like, what does it no, matter for all? No. Well, when we, I have things to say about that when we get there. Pretty awesome. No. Fucking they, A. My shit's pretty negative about that. So. What? Brawn? Not brawn. Oh. Sand snake breasts? 
Women must be in an uproar about that too, by the way. Why? Because she showed off her boobs? Yeah. They don't like that. Why? Because they just don't. I thought those fucktards were like wanting it to where they can wear, walk around New York City with the shirts off. No, because there's too much female nudity and not enough male nudity. Duh. God, get the program. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I saw a side haunch on Dario Naharis. When am a I going to see the full frontal on Dario? I'm pretty sure I saw a glorious side haunch. My dream for. That was reflecting in the candlelight. Dario is so handsome. Hmm. Well... What do you want to do? The Wall, Winterfell, Jorah, Tyrion. Do you want to do King's Landing last? I want to do King's Landing last. I want to do um, the Marine, Jorah, and Tyrion stuff towards the end, too, I think. All right. So let's just get right to the goddamn Wall. The Wall. Yeah. Why not? Do you want to do do the Wall first, and then we'll go to Winterfell? Fine, because like I said, now I remember that everything's kind of meh, except for two Something happened at the Wall. It sounded like this. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. a boy, Sammy. Yay. Got his pencil wet. Breaking his sacred vow. Yeah. Yeah, huh? The second Jon Snow's gone, Sam's like, you I'm going to bang funny? somebody. It didn't even occur to me until you just said it. <laughs> I was so excited for Sam Tarly that I totally forgot that he's the sacred brother and he broke his banging girl's vow. That's right. He did. You can't break the banging girl's vow. Or you end up like Jon Snow, commander uh, of the Night's Watch. Just, um, <laughs> wait a second. Well, in that you case, can break it. You let can. the good times roll. Oh, my. Because apparently you're just going to get promoted. That's a clip that should just forever be on there, just in case for when the time is right. Oh, my. I used it while I was taking a sip of water. Yeah. To cleverly did. mask you my also dead air. water on your chest. All over my face. Yeah, there's water like literally yeah. all over Dean. It's just, like he's a caveman. Well, what are you going to do? It's a tough life. I don't know. Drink like a normal human. I can't. It's impossible. Okay, then. You know about my injuries. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to make people feel bad, so they send me money. He's lying. <laughs> Still right. send him money, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not. But seriously, if you like us, patreon.com slash LSG Media. Wow, that was smooth. Yeah. I mean, as adverts go, probably the smoothest of all time. Yeah. And also, like, if you want to, I don't know. Buy a congratulations card for Sam for, you know, finally That's losing his virginity. That's a great idea. Can we? You should go to LibertyStreetGeek.net and then click on our Amazon link and buy your card through there. That's a great idea. And it can be, we can have a celebratory Sam bopped his cherry. If you want to send him like some books about like the Karma Sutra stuff, you may need that. He he's, didn't look like he knew what was going on or what to do. Well, he's also going to need a, you know, a what color is your parachute book because he's going to be trying to look for a new career. After he gets kicked out. <laughs> is that that book? Is that the parachute book? Yeah, what color is your parachute? All right. Totally let's, own that book. Okay. I'll send him my copy. Let's stay on stay on target. All right. Hey, this is a long tangent. Stay, stay on target. All right. Luke, you've switched off your targeting computer. So at the wall, Alistair reminds John uh, that he his mission is a bad idea because yeah. John's gearing up to get out of there. And Sam's like, safe travelers, my lord. Oh, wait, that's how Eamon talks. Yeah. He's more like, John, safe travelers, John. Or however the fuck he talks. I don't know. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. Not even close. Not even close. Worst impression of all time. Yeah. Safe travels, my lord. Also awful. Tormund is a giant man. Yeah, he's huge. Shit. Like, he's humongous. He dwarfs those lads. Give him an axe and point him in the direction of that which needs murdering. And he's your man. I like him, and I hope we see a lot more of him, but I have the feeling we're not going to see a lot of him or John for the rest of this season. I think you're probably right. To be honest with you. Unless him. they swoop in at the end and help Stannis, who... Yeah, like, I'm just sorry. How quickly is he going to do this mission in the North? 
I don't know. I don't know how quick. People is it going to be as quick as Peter Baelish took that airplane? <laughs> Apparently, he's got the same travel agent as Baelish. Like, if, if he's going to do that, then that's cool. JetBlue, like, like, direct <laughs> flight from the yeah. fucking Vale to King's Landing. Him and Torment, they get, like, upgraded <laughs> to first class. They're like, she, oh, again, watch that YouTube video about bringing Jon Snow to dinner, and you'll know what it's like yes. when he's in first class. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, they land, and he's like, hey, do you guys want to come south? And the wildlings are all like, okay, cool. And they don't even put up a fight, and they just go. Yeah, I like it. That's not true. I feel like the one next time of Game of Thrones, they showed us like a bunch of the people um, north of the wall. So I lied about everything I just said. I don't think at, at this point they're going to put people away for too long because they've got too many climaxes coming. Oh, my. So Speaking of climaxes. <laughs> so Eamon's but lost his mind. Well, and his life, more importantly. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Eamon is also dead. <laughs> Leading up to that. Not just crazy, dead. Crazy and dead. Crazy briefly dead now. I mean... Well, forever dead. I don't know. Well, whatever. Can I, what you know what I'm trying to say? We were watching the show with uh, friends the first time around, and like one of our Hi, friends Mike and was Sam. like, "Um, just let him become a White Walker." And we're like, "What?" <laughs> He'd be the shittiest White Walker of all time. Sometimes I don't even know if he knows what's going on, but he didn't want Eamon to be gone forever. Apparently, he didn't. Um. Oh, also, don't forget that Sam gave John some dragon glass, which I call heavy foreshadowing. Yeah. You think he's going to run into some sea monsters no, out there on the seven seas with Stannis? Gonna... I mean, with, uh, not Stannis, you know what I'm saying. He's not with Stannis. Yeah. Who's Jon Snow again? He's <laughs> with Tormund Giants, Bane. <laughs> Didn't we just do that? He's yeah. the handsome young man, young lad. Who, Tormund? I don't care. No. Tormund is like, I don't even know. <laughs> Tormund's John's like, got you're that. like, that guy's like really handsome and cute. And I think he'd be adorable and awkward when I brought him home to my parents. And Tormund would come in and like your dad would be like, what are your intentions for my daughter? And he'd be like, fuck you. Like he <laughs> wouldn't even deal with that shit. Yeah. Well, so Eamon is dead, huh? I did not see that coming until, well, I guess. Until he was on his freaking deathbed talking about his brother and with <laughs> Gilly's baby. And when Gilly's like, I'll just stay with him, Sam. It's fine. I'm like, no, he's fucking crazy. He's going to like take your baby and do God only knows what. Like, he thinks Now, in all seriousness, brother. can I just say, can I bring it down a little? I don't know. Can you? I'm going to try. Oh, God. When Eamon is speaking to Aegon. In Egg, his, as he's Egg. known. <laughs> yeah, we'll come to find out. Eggy, what's going on, dude? Ruling the fucking castle. Nice, dude. No, but when he's speaking, I, I felt there's a, I felt this sort of, empty like hopelessness in life when he wow. said when he said i dreamed i was old that was sad that's fucking brutal like imagine your mental state see i don't know like part of me is like lucky him he thinks he's a young man and he just croaks you know yeah. like he kind of i don't know it was just there was something weird about that haunt that was a haunting thing for him to say like one of those weird kind of believable he's in the pit of He's in the thralls of some kind of horrible death fever. And he's like thinking, I'm not really he's old. Young. I'm young and I'm just dreaming I'm old. But no, dude, you're old. You're actually old. Sorry. And, and you're dead. And also now you're dead. Because it doesn't matter. He's dead. Yeah. But, um, but also like with the first time we watched this, this is what you said. You were like, oh, we're going to get a big reveal. Even like the second, second time I watched it, that's what it felt like. It felt like it was building up to like he was going to give this like deathbed reveal to like Gilly of all freaking people and her baby. <laughs> but no, he just said that sad thing that made Dean go all emo and stuff. He's been wearing like... I, I once touched a lad. I was very young. No, nothing like that. Wow. Nothing like Jon Snow's mother is. <laughs> that's <what I> <laughs> But see, that's what I'm saying. There's too many obvious setups 
And yeah, I think they're fucking with us. I know. I feel like I'm watching Lost sometimes, and they're just like, "Fuck you, fans." Benny Hoff and wife or basic wife again. <laughs> Benny Hoff and his wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The podcast is going off the rails. Benioff quick. and fucking Weiss are trolling the, the goddamn fans. I feel that way. Those bastards. I feel a little like I'm being trolled and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, his watch has ended. Every time they do that, like when somebody dies at the wall and they give their little speech before they're going to set him on fire and they say, now his watch has ended. It always gives me the chills a little. I like it. I hope yep. When I die, can you make people say that, please? Sure. Thanks. Put it on my will. You have a lot of odd requests. It's going to be a strange funeral. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Hmm. It's cool, though. Sure. But so now his watch is ended. And then Alistair, P.S., terrible manners. He's like, yeah, the worst. you're running out of friends, Tolly. Yeah, he He's such an asshole. He's a douche. I started um, to like him for a minute. And now I'm. What minutes? A hot minute. I don't know. <laughs> Were you like confused? <laughs> and you thought he was somebody else? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think like uh, Bran Stark had like warged into his body? Wait, 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 Mrs. Short Memory. Maybe you're having fucking dreams of Aegon. <laughs> Here's the thing. Don't you remember at the wall when he admitted that he fucked up? He was being cool and fighting and giving speeches and being a bro. And then he now he's back to his shit ways. I never liked saying, him, so. He had a moment. No. He had a moment. Now that moment has ended, just like (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Eamon's watch. Oh, shit. Poor guy. Poor old bugger. R.I.P., dude. So, anyway. So, after all that, he says, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then we have, we go to another scene. And when we come back, we're talking to Davos. And, of course, Davos being smart. Davos? He has to do with the wall? You're counting him as part of the wall? Yeah. I counted him as a whole different thing. I got to find this now. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I know they left, but... They're not even at the wall. I know. Well, there'll be a subdivision of the wall. This is what you should have done. You should have done all the wall, then Stannis, and then Winterfell, because that is how they go in order from north to south. So then we'll just call this Stannis? I call it Stannis' army, is what it says on my notes. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, my side's all right. Then before we depart Winterfell, Sam <laughs> finds some courage. we're not even there. The wall, Jesus Christ... Before we depart the wall yes. and go to Stannis, mm-hmm. what we'll do is is we'll talk about Sam, Sam finding some courage. Get your hands off me. You're going to get yourself killed. I love it, Jon Snow's not here to save you. I killed a white walker. I killed a fan. I'll take my chances with you. Ooh, Sam's getting brave. Um, Sam really is freaking brave and a tough guy, although very stupid um, because those guys would have killed him. But... um. Or Gilly, first of all, by the way. Just saying. Let's Yeah, let's talk about some, the whole scene. Some dudes were just like, hey, let's like rape Gilly. Like this will be fun. Well, they're what all the they're all thieves, murderers, and rapers. Oh my god. Game of Thrones. They as long as they get one good rape in every episode, they're like ready to go. Nobody got raped. That's true. Nobody did. Except Sam. Well, or Sansa. Hmm. I didn't hear Sam consent. Oh yeah, my. That's, oh, that's not true. I guess he did. I don't know if that's consent. He could have been scared. <laughs> He's a wildling. With her fucking teeth near oh his neck. I better do what she says. He's talking like Eamon again in my mind. Oh my God, please. Yeah, uh, poor no, but Gilly. Seriously. She's a freaking tough chick. I love Gilly. I think she's cool. Yeah, Gilly's grown on me a lot. Sam me has too. grown on me a lot. Me too. Because even though he's an idiot, I like the way he kept getting back up. And these guys are beating the shit out of him to the point where like, I can't watch. Like, I gotta when- say something. He would and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Well, he's got a big old watermelon are head. Are you really sorry? Yes. Okay. No, because that would mean there was an accident. Not really. Okay. 
well, just freaking continue. Well, here's my thing. Needs to learn how to swing a sword like yesterday. He killed a then for Christ's sake, Dean. God. That sword swing. But I but now I'm thinking about it. Here are these two guys being idiots, and Sam has a sword and he tells them to leave and they don't. And he kind of swings a sword at one of them. That's like that's like saying I'm prepared to kill you over this. Uh yeah. So I could see maybe Sam having a moment of hesitation where he's like, ah, do I really want to kill a brother of the night? Watch, hold back my sword a little. But seriously, if you're, first of all, if you're going to swing your sword, swing your fucking sword. Like goddamn man. Yes, I agree. Or like a Brienne. Yeah, a man or a Brienne. <laughs> or a Brienne. Please. Okay. Get with it, people. Get your muscles going and, and learn how to swing a sword. Swing with some goddamn conviction, dude. There was no conviction. There was yeah. a lot of conviction when those guys were beating the shit out of him. Oh, for sure. I saw a lot of conviction there. Oh, yeah. They were standing behind their, oh, yeah. their murder. Their sure. Murder he swung a sword at him, so the guy kind of reacted. Yeah. Yeah, they beat his ass. But I do like that. He's, he was courageous. Like This is the thing about the Sam character. He stands up for the right thing, and he's afraid when he does, but he does it anyway. And that's what makes it cool. It's so obvious that Sam is fucking terrified to confront these younger, more lithe men than him. Yes. But he does it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's less impressive when John's like, go fuck yourself to one of the wildlings. Why does John talk like that? I don't know. Go fuck yourself. Everyone's going to have a wrong voice tonight. That's the theme like, of the episode. Like, I don't even know who he sounds like. <laughs> like freaking Liam Neeson or something. I don't even know. I have a very particular set of skills. So I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, it's yes. less impressive. Like, it's cool when people do things that you know is tough for them. And yes, we know, like, the inner monologue of Jon Snow when he confronts somebody, he's like, shit, I don't want to die. But it's so obvious when Sam does it because he's a fucking, he can't fight. He's the voice of the people. That would be me, except I would just run and hide somewhere. I'm going to be honest. Oh, my. Well, that's too bad. But I do like that a lot. And, of course, um, him and uh, Gilly offers off, gives him a reward because let's well, face wait, it. Before Gilly gives him a reward, something else great happens. What? Ghost of Kong. course. That was my favorite part of the uh, whole episode. That was amazing. One, Ghost is the freaking coolest thing in the world. Two, he is probably just like, damn, like, where's John? No one's fed me supper. And he just went looking for John to eat eat his dinner. And he found like tormentors going after Sam. Yeah. And he had to do some work. He growls once and people are like, fucking see you later. Yeah. Yeah. I love that dog. That is a serious beast. And I was kind of hoping it got a little got a little dirty with those guys, but it didn't. But I don't think they would be too... Um, they already don't... Well, if Alistair's in charge, he already doesn't like that thing. So you don't want to give him an excuse to fucking kill it or whatever. I hope Ghost, like, eats Alistair. Like, that would, like, be really cool. I don't know if I would think Alistair deserves that. I do. Well... I have, like, a list. Like, you know how Arya has a list of people she yes. wants to kill? I am now going to start a list of people that I hope Ghost eats. Hmm. Who's on that list? Well, right now, Alistair. How does he talk? I don't know. I don't do impressions. Just try. No. What do you got? No. Come on. You're on a podcast. What are you afraid of? Please don't eat me, dog. How does he say it? Just like that. <laughs> like he's from Boston. That's not what that, that's not what somebody from Boston sounds like. That's what I sound like. No. You're not from Boston, though, technically. Close enough. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's move along, shall we? Yeah. Let's get on to the sex scene that you've been dying for. Do we need to really talk about it? I think we've talked about it enough. All right. But is that her only reward? Is that all a woman can offer him? In Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Controversy. 
controversy. We should head back to Castle Black when the snow clears. I retreated from King's Landing, Sir Davos. If I retreat again, I become the king who ran. Your Grace. Winter is coming. Those aren't just the stark words. That's a fact. If we march back to Castle Black, we winter at Castle Black. And who can say how many years this winter will last? Damn. Stannis needs business. I think he needs to chill out. Stannis needs to chill out. He's making a mistake. Uh, 100%. Which is funny for me to say now because I was so on board with him going, but I didn't realize how decimated his force was at this point. He's screwed. He's making a mistake. He's going to lose. And Stannis is going to die. And I'm going to be sad because I love Stannis now. Although I didn't love him before. But I still love him. It's tough to say based on their conversation what his army looks like. Well, they said some of them were like cell swords and yeah, stuff. That seems to be 500. a big thing and that they're not going right. to march because of the weather. Right. And they look sick. His army looks sick. You right. saw a lot of people coughing and like, Ooh, uh, 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 oh my God. Like they've never been that, a Massachusetts freaking winner. Is that's, a, that's pretty good, by the way. That sounded just like a sick man from Davos's army. Well, Stan's army. How dare you? He's not dead yet. All right, stop giving the army to Davos. Well, dare you? I'm just saying. I um, I'm so on board with him smashing Ramsey, but now, like, I was so confident before when he rode through the fog and he confronted Man's Raider, and he was all like, "I'm the king, bitch!" And now he's like, "Oh, my troops!" And Davos is like, "It's bad time!" And and Stannis is all like, "But no, nah, we should do it now because we gotta go now." And Davos is like, "But wait, I don't want to wait for years." So. Now, That's not what anybody. But my like. point is, is they're making me lose confidence. Yeah, I've lost. I lost confidence. I've lost confidence for sure. Especially when the red woman is like, "We're gonna kill your daughter because I'm a crazy witch." Yeah. Fuck that! Oh my god, that made me so mad, so mad. And Stannis is like, "No, bitch, I will not kill my daughter." This, Peace out. This might sound obvious, but. What I mean, we know like the whole royal, like we've seen this with the whole Gendry thing and and everything else, right? Yeah. So he, they they've been showing us Shireen. They've been showing us how Stannis loves his daughter, and now they're putting this conflict on that. And that conflict is, oh, we have to sacrifice her. She's royal blood. Now I don't think there's any way in hell Stannis does this. If he does, I am so going back to hating Stannis and I'm putting him on the list of people I want ghosts to eat. I think Stannis is going to I don't I I don't I don't think he's gonna fare well at Winterfell anymore. I think he's gonna lose and then Mel Saunders gonna be like, Told you so. Yeah. That you wish you killed your daughter now. Yeah. I think dead. he I, I think as much as I know that Stannis has this claim and he's the king and he's the rightful heir and blah 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 based on all their rules, I I, I think he's willing to give it all up to not let Shireen be sacrificed to the red woman. Oh, Stannis, my heart. So warm right now. Based on what I've seen so far, I think that Stannis could be in trouble at Winterfell. Based on these scenes alone, like you said, uh, 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 we're sick, my lord. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fever. It's the fever. The oh blisters, the blisters on the face. The, the fever blisters, my lord. Could I, could I eat something? Please. I don't want to march on the long night. So I don't know. I think, you know, I think that's what's going on here. I think they're setting us up to remind us. to be dead. Well, without that scene, I'm like, yeah, fucking kill him. He's got a fucking huge army. He made Mance Raider surrender. And now I'm like, gee, guys, Uh, (laughs) I 
could have used this information a couple episodes ago. Yeah, remember when I got on the Stina's bandwagon and declared my undying love for him and hung up a poster of him holding a puppy on my wall? Yes. What's going to happen when he dies now? You're going to have to black him out and circle the puppy. I don't know. What, <laughs> what do you do in that case? Anyway, unfortunately, to eat them all. I, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for you, Stannis. I'm afraid for you, Stannis. I don't know what's going to happen. Dean's so afraid he actually repeated himself as if it was a song or a poem. That's what you just did. Okay. I believe you. It sounded like you were doing Robert Frost or something. <laughs> impressive. God. Well, I don't know anything about that. But what I do know is, is that Melisandre and Stannis are going to have a conflict. They're going to have a falling out, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they already did. He told her to get out. One second he was like touching her butt and like all being sexual. And the next second he's like, see you later. Yeah. She still has Jon Snow. She wants to bang him. So she has other business she can attend to. Yeah. I thought she had a reason for that, though. Yeah. Outside of the carnal pleasure of it all. Probably because she thinks if Stannis dies that Jon can be king or something. Uh, I have a feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Melisandre. I don't. I know that he's been listening to her, but it's been a long time since he's been burning people at Dragonstone. Yeah, except for that one time where he burned Mansard. <laughs> oh yeah, that was like this season. That was like four days ago. Just saying, <laughs> you dummy. But wow. <laughs> so yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? But no, I guess he my point. Burn somebody in seasons. Uh, no, no. I don't know. I just Stannis. I'm I'm concerned for you, sir. I don't want you to perish in the north against the hated Boltons. Speaking of the hated Boltons, let us traverse south it. of the wall into Winterfell. Let us. South of where Stannis is into Winterfell. Let us. Well, boy, um, this uh, kind of picks up where it left off, but not really. Obviously, it's, it's days later. Do what he says or he'll hurt you. He really hurts me every night. All day I'm locked in this room and every night he comes. It can't be any worse. It can. It can always be worse. What did he do to you? Please. You betrayed my family. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You have to help me. You want to help me. You'll see us. You don't know him. I just wanted to point out to anybody who said that it wasn't a rape because they were married. I think that that whole line where she basically says, help me, he tortures me every night, <laughs> probably explains what it was supposed to be to those people. <laughs> Whoever says Just that a heads up. is kind of a moron, I right? I think we know some people who said that. I mean, come on. That's absurd. So just pointing that out, guys. Just pointing it out. She was the, she was at Winterfell willingly, but she was obviously under the threat of violence in the situation with Ramsay, as she has with the whole coercion is present, even if it's not in uh, like overt. Yeah, coercion is bad. Guys. It's the fucking son of the guy with the flayed man. He's pretty scary. Yeah, Ramsay is the worst. Well, can we just talk now? Can we can we settle something? Okay, right now, live. Um, I'm scared. But Talk yeah. to me about Joffrey's things and Ramsey's and tell me who's worse. I know. This is my problem is I, I am getting on this bandwagon where I think Ramsey is worse because I think. Who killed, did, is Joffrey responsible for Ned's head getting cut off? Technically, right? Technically. Okay. What else? He killed that. He's responsible for being a douche to Sansa. He killed that redhead woman shot with crossbows. That was fucked up. That was fucked yeah. up. Made, was fucked what up. was her name? Shit. Begins with an R. Roz. Roz. Um, yeah, that was fucked up because she was cool. I liked her. Um, Humiliated Tyrion at every opportunity he could get. Yes. Right. He did. I think the difference between Ramsay and Joffrey is that Joffrey is kind of a puss. Like, you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Like, 
he will go cry in the corner and fucking hide, which makes him like slimier. But no, no. See, I'm going to stick up for Joffrey. Did that? Did I just say that? It actually made me throw up. Did I just, did that exit my mouth? Yeah, I just puked everywhere. It was nasty. Oh, wow. That's shame terrible. You, sir. Yeah, I, a hundred shames. Take it back. A hundred shames. I take it back. But here's what I will say. And we'll get to this. This is a teaser. And don't let me forget to bring this up. But if Joffrey were, is where Tommen was, High Septon, fucking dead. All those clowns, dead. Dead. Oh, yeah, I Dead, every one of them dead. Mm-hmm. Marjorie's not in prison. She's just getting humiliated by Joffrey. But do you know what I'm saying? That's yes. the difference between Joffrey and Tommen. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of difference between the two of them. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's one of For them. sure. But I just want to mention that King's Landing wouldn't be... I mean, it was going down the shitter with Joffrey at the helm because he was too cruel. Mm-hmm. But anyway. going down the shitter with Tommen at the helm because he's too nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that both Joffrey and Ramsay are cruel for the sake of being cruel. That's something that they, they haven't agreed. Um, I, I just, the, the stuff with the torturing and the killing of the women that he does. Um, and, and then it's so funny because I, I, I well, let's this. go through a murder check rape. I don't think Joffrey's raped anybody yet. Yeah. Probably cause he, yeah, no, he hasn't. You're right. Definitely. They both murdered. Yeah, for sure. Torture. For sure. Definitely. Both of them tortured. But how much the difference of the torture between what Ramsey did and what Joffrey did. But Joffrey was a lot younger, too, I think. So to take that into account, if Joffrey was Ramsey's age, would he I have mean, done as many fucked sh- up What did he do? He strung, he strung up Roz and shot her with crossbows. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting something. I know we are. But this dude chopped off a guy's dick and balls. Yeah. Ramsey's and, worse. And he flayed a woman alive. If Ramsey was king, that's the other thing. The opportunity to do harm... For Joffrey, he was the fucking king. I think Ramsay is worse, is much is a much more seasoned sadist. Yeah. Because he's older. Like if he was in the serial killer draft, like he would win. I think so. Sorry, yeah, that's Joffrey. a good point. If I, if we were to do like a serial killer draft, he would like, rank higher. Uh, who's the worst in King's Landing? I feel like Ramsay would be the winner. Of the I think worst. so. Because who Well, you mean him? Westeros, but I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. But like this is the thing. It's interesting, and people complained about this. Like, Sansa was already tortured by Joffrey. She's going to be tortured again? Whatever. I think it's interesting that Joffrey treated Sansa in this way where he kind of treated her like dirt, and he made her feel like shit, and then he took her out for a walk and said, oh, by the way, there's your dad's head. And this is exactly what Ramsay did. He said, hey, honey, let's go for a walk in this beautiful snow. By the way, that woman who's going to help you totally flayed her alive. Check her out. It was like like deja vu. It was exactly like what Joffrey did to her, except it wasn't her dad, but it was her only hope of fucking salvation. Right. Like they're doing that. That's on purpose. Like they're sure. reminding us that like this is Sansa went through this once and now she's going through it again. And then some because she's older and right. this more grown up situation where this is what would have happened to her if she had married Joffrey. Tough old bird. Everyone talks when I start peeling them. But this one, her heart gave out before I even got to her face. We do breathe them tough. In the north. Ramsey's worse. Yeah, I hate Ramsey. I mean, skinning people alive, dude. He's totally on my list of people I want ghosts to eat that I'm making right now. He's like really high up. He's the fucking worst. I hate him. So let's talk about Theon. (sighs) I Earlier in the podcast, I called it treachery. It's not really fair to say that. It's not fair to call it treachery. He didn't say, yes, meet me here, and then fuck No, but he said, should you promise? And he nodded. Well, because he needed to get the fuck out of the room. This is what I thought. I was all excited. 
because everybody knows I'm excited about this shit where Theon's going to finally get his redemption story. And when Sansa's giving that speech and he's like, I'm not Theon, she's like, yes, your name is Theon Greyjoy. You're the son of Balon Greyjoy. You're his oldest living male heir. Like, do you hear me? I'm like, this is it. This is what Theon needs to like pull him out of this is somebody fucking telling him this shit. I'm like, Oh my God, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. He goes up those fucking stairs. And when you see Ramsey, I was like, wait, like how did Ramsey get into the tower? And I'm like, fuck, he didn't even go. He, he didn't went even to go. Ramsey. Like I can't. Here's the problem with the whole Theon thing. I think the situation, the rape as it were of Sansa with Theon and Ramsey present, I think if Theon didn't act in that moment, he's not going to act again until there's a similar moment that pushes him emotionally, uh, witnessing some horrific act. Because I think that the only way I see Theon changing himself at this point is if he is emotionally compelled in a stressful situation to lash out at Ramsay, mm-hmm. like a beaten animal. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think once the stress has passed, i.e. Sansa's rape passed, and the stress of that is not in your face and immediate, I think he reverts to his conditioning. And that is, she wants me to help her get out. I'm going to run away and tell my master. Because if I don't, I will be fucking tortured horrifically. Yeah, no, it it is. It's like, it, it is like, he can't a be dog. recruited. Mm-hmm. He has to be compelled with emotional stressors. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't see him having a thought or I, I don't see him using his intellect to think, well, now's my opportunity to do X, Y, and then Z, and then I'll go to the tower and do X. He's not going to do that. It's going to have to be some horrific thing that he witnesses. Ramsey does something crazy where whatever... And He's going to kill the, Sansa and Theon's like, oh. No, but here's the thing. We're not going to see Ramsay rape Sansa again. I hope not because the public is going to go it fucking crazy. Because we don't need to see it again. It's obvious. And we're going to talk about Sansa in a minute when she's all banged up and bruised up. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how the show... Based on what the premise I'm putting forward was is he's going to have to be emotionally compelled in a stressful situation. I don't see a stressful situation... And I'm just thinking out loud now. I'm just coming up with this now. That's going to compel him to betray Ramsey at this point. Yeah. Because they're not going to show us a situation between Ramsey and Sans. It's just implied that he does what he wants with her at night, every night. Mm-hmm. That's implied. So if he hasn't acted yet, I don't yeah, know gonna what's going to push thing. him over the edge. But it's yeah. not going to be that because we're not going to see that again. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. So I don't know. I'm kind of bummed. But I did say... They're setting us up. They're telegraphing an obvious Theon redemption, but I don't think we're going to see it. Yeah, and so that's okay because, guys, fucking Brienne is still coming. I think that would really satiate the bloodlust of the whole, you know, feminine treatment, which is Brienne fucking saves Sansa. No, because then they'll be mad that Sansa didn't save herself. That's the other thing everybody's crying about. Well, how can she? She's in the fucking clutches of a bunch of evil people that are more powerful than her. I hope that Brienne comes and... um, Kill some fools. I have a feeling that Sansa is going to kill Ramsay. Mark my words. Oh, because she took that weapon. She took the weapon. <gasps> How did I forget about that? I watched the episode again today and I noticed it the first time. And then for some reason, I didn't notice it the second time. Holy shit. That's right. Sansa took a weapon. Remember yep. that, guys? Remember that? 
But, and I don't think the old woman that was flayed is the last ally she has. No. You have friends, plural, in the North, she said. That lady was just one chat. The only her. problem that is, is that- man said it was talking to Brienne. The only problem is, is that Ramsay knows about the candle in the window. So now she has to figure out a new way to signal her distress. Mm-hmm. Okay? So she has a weapon. She can't just stab Ramsay in the neck because then what happens? I don't know. Roos awesome. flays her alive. She needs a fucking escape plan before she acts on Ramsay, which is why she hasn't acted on Ramsay yet. She has no way out of Winterfell mm-hmm. until she has a clear path Called out. Brienne. Sure. Brienne and these other people set up a little thing to get her the fuck out of there. Or and something. Littlefinger gets back and he's like, fuck, how am I going to marry Sansa? She's gone again. Right. And Brienne isn't going to just waltz into Winterfell. That's not going to happen. So you think she just walked up to Littlefinger at the table like, hey, what's up on Brienne? If Brienne sees Sansa in her current state, she's going to know and then she's going to be compelled to act. But I, I'm just saying, it would be cool if Sansa did physically defend herself with the weapon that she found. But for everyone crying about her saving herself, she ha- she can't save. She can only do so much. Nobody in that situation can do anything. Theon couldn't save himself when he was their captive. Mm-hmm. Sansa's not going to save herself yet. She needs an escape plan before she takes action against Ramsay. But she could simply kill Ramsay. With a hidden weapon at night when he's asleep, he's dead. She stabs him in the neck, game over. She just, it's, that's I easy. I can't wait. That's easy. She's not going to beat him in a duel. She can just fucking stab him when he's sleeping. Simple. I right? Can't. And then freaking Theon probably is going to freak out and like try to kill Sansa. And then Bran's going to be like, I don't think You're so. Dead, Theon. Bam. I think if Sansa, so now here, here is what I will say. If Sansa, if something happens and Sansa kills Ramsay, I think that's the catalyst for Theon to say, follow me. I don't think so. What do you think he's going to do? Because I think he's already so fucked up. If he's not saving Sansa now, I think he's going to be fucking go crazy and I don't know what to do. And maybe just, fucking try just to kill Sansa. shit himself and pee himself. I don't know what to do. Probably. We just do not so. Fucking kill Theon and put him out of his misery. We do not so. If he's not going to like do something <laughs> awesome and have a redemption arc, just kill him. For Christ's sake. I can't anymore with that. We'll see. R.I.P. We'll Theon. <laughs> already. Yeah, I've already killed him. Ghost ate him. We RIP'd him so long ago. I know. I feel like I do it like once a day. Jesus Christ, I've had enough. <laughs> All right. So tough old bird. Sansa, which Sansa is escorted, by the way. She's fucking always under lock and key. That's some creepy Ridiculous. shit. This is why she can't escape people. So calm yourselves. Controversy. <sighs> well. Oh, but Jon Snow is Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Sansa finds that out. That was a nice... That was a little bit of the sweet with a little bit of the sour when he showed her the flayed woman. I just like how Sansa's like, yeah, but you're a bastard. Like she fucks with yes, him too. She's yes. still, despite the situation, she's still, there's something there with her. Like she like fucks with him. Like she's like, hey, but you're a bastard, right? And then he's like, yeah, well, Tom Baratheon said I'm not a bastard. And she's like, well, Tom and Baratheon's a bastard. And he's like, well, yes, yeah, so it's your brother. And he's coming on a nice watch. And Sansa's like, sweet, I'll just go up there. Bastards can go far. Yeah, and Sansa's like, and I'm going to go far up to the wall and hang out with my brother. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, the way she is poking at Ramsay, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's all she can do. Yeah. Because no matter- I would be doing that same shit if I was her. Yeah, but not too much. Got to be careful. Could mangle you. He would have murdered me already, I feel like, because I'm super annoying. And he'd be like, why does this girl shut up? I just be dead. (laughs) You talk too much. Talkers bore me. That's what he would say. <laughs> this guy's such a good actor and he's so evil. Like the evilest characters are always the best actors. I don't know what else mm. to say about that. Because it's a hard thing to do, you know? To be so hated, yeah. Yeah. But but have something where people still want to watch you. You know, that's takes talent. Yeah, I want to watch him so he dies. So listen, I don't know. I guess I don't know. I lost my train of thought there. But yeah. I have nothing else to really say here. Do you? Oh it's all my notes. Let me just fell. let me just wrap on the needling. It would be cool. 
if Sans was able to manipulate Ramsey into doing something to the stepmother, that um, would be pretty compelling. Yeah, that's possible. That could happen. That would be compelling. Cause a little internal strife in the Bolton camp. I don't think we have time for that. I think he's going to be dead. We definitely don't have time for that. I know, but I'm just saying. Ramsey's not dead by the end of the season. I'm going to be so mad. Oh my God. It'll be like the governor all over again. Fucking guy's still alive. No, I'll be like you, how you felt about the governor. Ramsey's still alive at the end of the season. Spoiler alert for. We can even say what show it's from, so nobody needs to know. Well, where should we where should we travel to now on Westeros? Kind of good stuff happens in the other two places. You want, I know you think good stuff happens in Dorne, but well, because there's boobs. stuff that stuff that speaks to me on a kind of a on kind of a different level. But what does it matter? For all men must die, and I've tasted the Dornishman's wife. I have. I've tasted the Dornishman's wife. What? He is a good singer. Now check out my boobs. Good God! Great. Scott. Well, so Dorn. Thumbs down on the Dorn for me. Talk to me. I have come to like hate this plot. Okay. I don't care. I'm bored every time it happens, which is saying a lot because it's brawn. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. Not even those those beautiful Irish pipes. Yeah, I like brawn. But this plot is fucking boring. It's stupid. It makes no sense. I have no idea why everything happened the way it happened at the end of the episode. First of all. Poor Marcella. She loves Tristane. No one's murdered her yet. She's like, just let me live here. Cersei sent me here, and this is my home. I've lived here. You don't even know who I am. Good. Just fucking let her live there. And don't get me started about the fucking shit with Braun. That was unbelievable and shouldn't have happened the way it happened. Not that she got naked, but the rest of it. Boy. God, I gotta take a breath. Wow. <laughs> you okay? You want to take a little fiver? Huh? You all tuckered out after that? Huh? You want to take a little nappy poo? Please don't make me laugh. Hurts my size. Well, I got to be honest with you. If it wasn't for that woman's gorgeous body and bronze singing, I am like, okay, so now what? We need more of Prince Doran. Yeah, unless he's going to be stupid. Like Everyone was like, oh, blood. yeah, fucking Bashir, cool. He said four things. He looks sick and old and he sits in a chair. Come on. Give me more Prince Doran. Yeah. He likes Star Trek, guys. Fuck Now, sake. I'm not saying... I, I fucking love Braun. I think he's awesome. I think it's so cool that a murderous kind of bandit rogue is a fucking cool singer. A little uh, Irish tenor action. It's just cool. It makes him a cool character. It rounds him out more. It's cool. He's in there singing. Is he like um, Rhaegar Targaryen, how he used to always sing in the streets? Do you think Braun is like secretly related to Rhaegar Targaryen? No, I he's don't. He's the one who was saying, right? Yes. I was just trying to make random connections like people do all the time. Yes. Somebody put that on a theory page somewhere. Can I just acknowledge this? You're very smart for making that connection. You pay attention to the shows very well. I'm very proud of you. But but here's the kicker. Here's the problem with the scene in jail. It doesn't do shit to move the story forward. Does nothing. It makes zero fucking sense. Forget that it doesn't move the story forward. Tell me what sense it makes that these people use poison as a weapon. Mm -hmm. They poison Mm brawn. Then they laugh because they're like, ha ha, you're poisoned. And then like, oh, by the way, here's the antidote. You're fine now. What the fuck did you poison him for in the first place? I, think, I don't understand why this happened. I think it was his golden pipes when he sang about the lovely Dornish woman. I think they were like, uh, we got to show some boobs in this episode because we really haven't yet. And also like, you know, Braun's a really good singer. So let's do some shit. Let's put him in Dorn. 
Um, I'm sure the audience isn't gonna get mad. Isn't gonna get mad because you know we'll throw some rape in there somewhere else. They can get mad about that. I no, need. I'm mad about this. I need my rape bloodlust satiated, or I am writing the show. I am offended that you didn't put a rape in this episode. No, but seriously, you're I'm right. I'm offended that this plot made zero sense and pissed me the fuck off. Yeah, it I did. just threw my pen. I know. Take a deep breath. <gasps> Remember your yoga training. What yoga training? And I made that up. Oh my god. No, I think I need yoga training. But seriously, it, it's it's a silly scene. I hate to say it. I don't often watch scenes where I go that silly. After the distraction from how sexy that girl was, who I didn't pay any heed to, she's cute and playful and sexy and confident. But I she like wasn't all that. before. I know, but she was because she's a snake. I don't know. She was hidden. But she was with the other Sansa. She, she was a- the one who was all like, oh, mommy. It was like hiding behind like Alaria or whatever the fuck her name is. That, yeah, that's her name, that's right? That's the one. So- one second, she's like crying, hiding behind her mom. Next second, she got huge boobs and she's showing them off to Braun. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Uh, listen. I'm going to write an article about it's this. singing. Controversy on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> no, let us it's just. It's just short hair for Christ's sake. Let us just make things clear. It's not the boobs that annoy you. It's the plot that annoys you. Yeah, and the it boobs were a any- part of the plot that annoyed me. Right. Like, she's like, hey, Bron, look at my boobs because I poisoned you. I'm going to give you an antidote and I want you to tell me I'm pretty. Although last week I was hiding behind my mom and acting like I was 12. Definitely not 12. No, now you're acting like, you know, you're a woman who shows your boobs to rando dudes. But last week, that's not how you were acting. Just saying. Well, it just goes to show you that if you can sing, if you can hold a bit of a tune, the ladies just throw their boobs out at you. It's like Mick Jagger. That's why so you know? many people want to become rock stars. Yeah, it's fucking. He's oh got the Mick Jagger God. effect going on, except no. he murders people too. Too, you know, like Mick Jagger as well. murders people. No, I mean he also murders people. In addition to being like Mick Jagger, <laughs> not Mick Jagger also murders people. That's another thing they have in common: uh, murder. Yeah, Mick Jagger. I hope you never listen to this podcast and sue us for defamation of character. He can't. It's pure entertainment. None of this is real. It's all bullshit. I think it's real. That's our disclaimer. My anger is real. Is that our, we have a disclaimer? On the website, for sure. What does it say? None of this is real. It's all bullshit. Well, think about it. That's what our disclaimer says. Basically, yeah. Because last week I told all the offended people to jump off a bridge. What if they do? And they're going to come back and sue me? Fuck no. I was kidding. Eh. See that? They did sue you. Oh, well, what are you going to do? I'm trying to think if this was. If they sue me, I'm going to have them in jail, hopefully looking at breasts like fucking Braun. Yeah, but, and if somebody poisons you, it's fine. So I'll just give the antidote yeah. for no fucking reason, even though you're the enemy. <laughs> I, I think what they were trying... Can I just say... Can I Can I try... Yeah, go ahead. To I'm going to disagree with that. But go ahead. You don't have to agree with it. I'm go not ahead. asking you to. But I can I start by saying this? I am on board with the fact that it's silly. It's a silly scene. The whole premise of that is silly. Oh, he's in jail. He sings by the Dornishman's wife. He's been poisoned. Oh, hi, you're poisoned, fucker. <laughs> I poisoned you. <laughs> Whatever she says. I don't know. I Look poised- at my boobs. <laughs> at first. Right. Can I tell you what I thought? <laughs> I can't. At first, when you, I think what you thought was like, I wish I was there. No. I thought, is he getting a spell casted on him by her? Like, is she using <laughs> magic? <laughs> I'm like, is this some sort of boob magic? Like, I don't get it. But she kept asking about his arm. They were trying to telegraph it pretty clearly. But like, I the was boobs, pretty distracted. The boobs distracted you, but not me. Oh, I wasn't distracted. I wasn't distracted by those boobs. Well, and then I was like, well, maybe oh God, <laughs> I'm I reaching here. Wait, I'm I'm forgiving Benny off and Weiss. 
by don't saying forget, though. it's not good writing. Um, can I just be honest with you? But here's what I will say. Maybe what they're trying to say is, is that by him singing and being kind of having that rapscallion charm that even though she poisoned him, she thought she kind of respected him enough to give him the antidote. Oh Maybe this plot in this scene is like the worst episode of like you've already made that show. clear you don't need to say that again five times no offense i'm like trying to think of like comparing it to other awful things That's you don't have to compare it to it is there any merit in it whatsoever besides it's brawn none okay i do disagree with you a little bit about the jamie and marcella thing i think that makes sense here's what i like about I this i think it's kind of a trope like we've seen the, oh, we need to liberate the princess. And she's like, no, I actually ran away. I right? love it here. Yeah, <laughs> we've, that's not like a new idea. Uh, nope. But I do like that they plan to get in there and get Marcella out of there. And then she's like, I don't want to go. I love him. What they really should have done to make that more cool is, is they should have done that without showing us Marcella and Tristan at all. They should have made us think maybe she wasn't in a comfortable situation. But we knew they were. Yep, that's so true. So how did we, I didn't, I wasn't surprised at all when Jamie was like, I'm taking you home. Why does Jamie talk like that? I don't like know. That? Everyone talks wrong tonight. That's the theme. This and, is the worst. It's like opposite like, day. And she's like, I'm staying here with Tristan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my side And Jamie's like, but you must come home because Cersei demands it. And tr- That's actually how he sounds. And Marcella's like... <laughs> Marcella's like, fucking no way. I'm staying right here marrying this dude. So I'm just saying, I didn't, it was obvious that that was going to happen. I'm bored. Right. Sure. Bored. Yes. I am not going to disagree with you there. We need more Hota, not to be confused with Hodor. And we need more Prince Doran. And we need more Hodor himself. Yeah. But we're not going to see him, so don't get your hopes up. And in the last episode, I was saying, I said something like House Dorn. I meant to say House Martell. I was... You called it House Dorn? I, yeah, oh and you didn't God. even catch it. I said House Dorn. Because I don't even know. Oberyn Dorn, is that his name? All right. Oh, Christ. The, listen, the Dornishmen and women, as lovely as they are, according to Bronze, lovely pipes, uh, none of them can hold a candle to Oberyn. Yeah, I was so excited to go to Dorn. Me too. And I have been so, so disappointed. Me too. I think it's been the biggest letdown of the season for sure. By far. I agree. I can't disagree with that at all. By far. Well, anything else to say at Dorne except we kind of knew that she was going to be like, I'm getting married, bitch. That's all I have to say about Dorne. Okay. For sure. All right. Well, where to now? Um, I guess, well, I have Marine and Jorah and Tyrion kind of together. Jorah and Tyrion and then into Marine. All right. Let's just bang out the, you want to do Jorah or Tyrion? Why don't we do... Because yeah, we can just do Jorah and Tyrion in the slavery, and then we can go to Marine, and then we can go to the fighting pits, just like it is in my notes. <laughs> well, then. My notes go, sold into slavery, Dario Bang and Danny. Oh, my. Fighting pits. Well, it's your circles. Lead the way. So they're selling Jorah into slavery. <laughs> um, it's kind of awkward. It's like every like slave movie you've ever seen. And you're like, this sucks. And just like in every slave movie you've ever seen, there's like that trope where like, but the family isn't going to get sold with them. And in this case, the family's <laughs> Tyrion. Yes, yes. And Tyrion's like, fucking take me. <laughs> you can't separate us. I love Tyrion this because, I, and we've talked about this before, is that Tyrion has realistic reactions. When he thinks Jorah's going to leave without him, he fucking panics. Yes. He's like, I'm a great fighter. They're Peter like, yeah, Dinklage okay. Peter Dinklage continues to be the man. Best actor on the show. 
I'm sorry. He's amazing. He's fucking great. Everybody on the show's good, except for Dorn. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. I mean, he is probably the best. I think Charles, uh, um, what's his name there? Tywin was. He's long gone. He's dead. So let's stop talking about he him. He died on the. I, he well, I will... think Ned Stark was good too. Are you going to talk about him? Sure. He was because, a good God man. damn it. And he, he dies and everything he's ever been yeah, in. Yeah, well, now his Someone watch. Someone Google that shit. Now his watch has ended. Yeah. Anyway. A lot of people's watches are going to end when we get to fight pits. <sighs> Fuck. He killed the great Khal Drogo. And fucking Jorah's like, what? <laughs> are you your, trying to get me in your, trouble? like shrugs. Like, eh, yeah, right. You know, had to tell some stories. <laughs> but he gets sold rather quickly. Yeah, some dude who like kind of looks like he's just like, hey. I need some slaves. He, yeah, he looks like he could should be a bard. He looks like Give that guy a, a fucking guitar and have him sing about Dornishmen. I wanted him to get told those people with the weird shit in their faces. I'm like, who are these dudes? Right, right. Like, I don't know, but nope. So obviously Tyrion pleads his case and beats up some dudes. Beat, that was beautiful. he's like, check it out and beat up this dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way he does it, he's like looking like, hey, I did it. <laughs> Tyr- Tyrion's like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna beat your ass so I yeah. can knock it. So I get to go. You know. Tyrion was lovely. We get a gladiator type scene, which is cool. They're all sitting down there. He's talking about getting them ready to go out there. Jory and Tyrion wait their turn. And that guy's out there, whatever. And who shows up? His Darzola Rack. Hey. Yeah. What? When? What are you talking about? That's the lower pit. Yeah. We're not that part yet. First, we got to talk about Danny. You're going to break this action and talk about Danny and Dario first? Because then there is C. Danny at the fighting pit. Okay, let's have a listen. So we got to get through all that background. Gather all the great masters and wise masters and worthy masters you can find. And slaughter them all. I am a queen, not a butcher. All rulers are either butchers or meat. Meat. You tell her, Dario. Well... Just wanted to get this check in. Dara's a little jealous. Danny's going to marry some other dude. She's jealous? No. A little jelly. <laughs> I don't know what you said. He's a little jealous, I said. Okay. So yeah, he's jealous about this marriage. And Danny's like, oh, it's really cute that you're jealous. And he's like, yeah, well, whatever I am. Why are you marrying me instead? Hello. Danny's like, no way. This marriage is only political. I'm not going to bang this dude. Yeah, right. Lies. But so anyways, that's how he fails. He gives Danny great advice, as he always does, or, I don't know, Dario advice. You call that great? No, I call it Dario advice, just like opening the fighting pits was Dario advice. I think Dario's master plan is kill everyone. everyone. Yeah, except for me. Basically. He's like, the two of us can because live together. Because obviously his Darzola rack is in that equation. Yeah, he's like, kill all the great leaders, including your hubby, <laughs> your fiance. Anyway. Oh, so that's it. That's it's not much going on there. No. So we got to see a side haunch. Yeah, no full frontal though. Still waiting on it. Whatever yeah. the actor's name is who plays Dario, wish I knew your name. You're in another show wow. that's good and calls herself a podcaster. Yeah, sorry, I on my iPad to look him up. Well, anyway, so uh, let's yeah, get right I can go to, to the fighting pits. His Darzola rack, the lower pits is customary. So, although coincidentally, she's at the very fighting pit where Jorah is. Yeah, what a strange coincidence. Hmm. hmm. But. I, I'll let you get away with the Game of Thrones. Jorah crashes that fucking party. Yeah, he hears, hello, your grace, or whatever the, all the people say in unison, like, hello, queen, we love you, and we yeah. will now kill each other for, for you. those are about to die, we salute you, like they said and in Gladiator. And Jorah's like, holy shit. Yes. Gotta go. Yeah, I liked his urgency there. And then Tyrion's like, ah, uh, again, Tyrion's like, what? He leaves me behind. What the fuck, by the way? Did he put that helmet on for safety? No. He's being all dramatic. Tyrion's like... 
What the fuck? Saying? Yeah, what the fuck? He's like, I think this would be a great idea. He's like, yeah, yeah. Jor, how come Jor has his correct voice? Oh, that's right. He sounded just like himself. What if I put on his helmet and hide my face? I don't know why he does that. Just he, to be dramatic. Or because maybe he was scared someone's going to kill him. I don't mm, know. Yeah, maybe. I think I'm being a little nitpicky here. I think that it was cool when you took off his helmet. So just yeah. suck it up and deal with it. The uh, people there was he, a rule. There was a sign that probably said, you may not leave this point without your helmet on. Well, he makes some short work of those fuckers. Yeah, seriously. But none no were doubt. really dead. They were all just like on the ground like, Ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, I How think are they you're doing supposed it? to kill them. How? Like, they sound like walkers. <laughs> okay. But Jesus Christ, are they dead? Are they walkers? Like, what's going on here? Are they alive? Right. I think they're supposed to be dead, but they're not. And then... By the way, when he was fighting, there was like... And I, I understand, like, the actress who plays Danny, like, was telegraphing this, where, like, you see something and you're like, oh, my God, I think it's this. But no, it's not. And, like, yes. you're, like, struggling with yourself. Like, the way yes. she stands up and the way she looks at him, it's like, it's like, like when something unexpected happens, you're like, I think that is this, but it can't be. And your emotions start to get all jumbled. And, like, I don't know how else to describe it, but, but I, like, I saw agree. that on her. And I'm like, oh, my God, she knows it's him. But then she's like, when he finally takes the mask off, she's like, still surprised because it's like, she, she's like, I think this is Jorah. But sure. then she's like, but it can't be. Right. And it's like all these emotions like inside of her. It was just so cool. It was, it was badass. She did a great job in that, in 100%, that one moment. It 100%. Was incredible. I agree. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. She rises and there's like this dramatic look like, oh shit. God, this guy looks kind of familiar. She's like pacing almost. Like she, That like, piss yellow tunic. Wait a second. Or piss yellow, whatever it's called. Shirt. Yeah. It... Blouse. <laughs> fighting pit jersey. Oh, fuck. His helmet was awful, by the way. But, um. Yeah, Jorah's like, let me take off this awful helmet, Khaleesi. Yeah, I brought you a gift. And she's like, get out of here, dude. Yeah. And then she... Tyrion's like running like as fast as he can. No, I'm here. She had to. But here's the thing that the Khaleesi has to know. First of all. And I'm kind of confused. You got to help me. Okay. Desperately need your help to understand something. The fighting pits were reopened so free men could fight. Yes, I fucking know. Isn't they, aren't they watching slaves fight? Yes. So what Does happens she now? No, they're slaves. I must miss, I must have watched this episode twice. I gotta say, I must have missed something. I, he does say when they're going, the lower pits, what does that mean? Those are allowed to be? Uh, no, I was pretty sure that there aren't even allowed to be slaves in Marine, period. That's what I thought. So, yeah, there's a problem with this. I agree. Maybe she didn't know they were slaves. And then um, Jorah's going to be like, hey, by the way, I'm a slave now. Oh, I just threw my patent. I was so excited. That's okay. And um, then Daisy be like, shit, this is not what I wanted. Then she's going to kill everybody like Dario wanted. Yeah, because I'm like, because my next thought is, does she think that he willingly entered the lower fighting pitch? She knows about his prowess. Yeah, she's like, if he's trying to show off for me, like, why would he? Doesn't she have? Uh, she must have questions. Like, she must be like, why are you in these pits? Oh, you were sold into these pits. Oh, so you're slave? Okay, oh, I don't like slaves. Who's so your slave owner? Because my dragons are starving. Yeah, seriously. You know. That's what I was wondering. Like, how are they going to do this? She's going to have a conflict know. here. We're going to find out. She, she obviously, I mean, the first thing she must want to know is that she, she must hate slavery more than she hates Torah, right? I don't know. I <laughs> so, don't know the answer to that, Dean. I can't tell a, you in all truth. One of those moral questions she gets at school. She's like, yeah, like the question book my sister has. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. do you hate more, slavery or Jorah Mormont? <laughs> like, oh, God, this is a struggle. <laughs> 
I'm offended that you wouldn't hate slavery more. Is it like Jorah, you know, like before I knew he was spying on me or like Jorah now? I mean, what kind of slavery? Like how bad is the slavery? Like, I mean, yes. see their slaves. Like yes. I need to know some things here. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. <laughs> but how fucking cool is this? Get him out of my sight. Galicia, please. I just need a moment of your time. I brought you a gift. It's true. He has. Who are you? I am the gift. It's a pleasure to meet you, Your Grace. My name is Tyrion Lannister. How fucking awesome. That was one of the greatest moments of Game of Thrones. It was awesome. To see Danny and Tyrion in the same scene, to have him speak to her, to finally have Danny be a part of a plot other than Danny's plot. You know what I mean? Sure. That's all we've had is Danny off on her own and no way connected to anything else. Finally. And now suddenly she's connected to the greatest character on the show. Finally, she's connected to Westeros. This is amazing. Right. And Tyrion's amazing. Everything about oh, Tyrion. It's a it's a great point. We finally that's a really good way you've put it. She's connected to the rest of the show. Yes, which she wasn't before. Right. She, you know, you heard about her on some ravens and shit. But that was it. Tyrion is way too smart and clever to be killed by her. We know that's not going to happen. I wonder how he's going to find use with her. Is he going to be an advisor? Is he going to... I think he's going to say, like, hey, I was coming out to see you anyway before a freaking Mormon just kidnapped me like a crazy psycho. You might as well chop his head off and let's work together. And Danny would be like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think he'll call for Jorah's death. No, but Danny might. Um, but Jorah's already a stone man, so <laughs> he's going to die anyway. Is Varys alive? Yeah, what the hell is? I was going to get more Varys this season. They set us up like we had a road show. Clearly, Varys does not have the same travel plans as Littlefinger. Yeah, well, so yeah, the stone man thing. I mean, what's going to happen here with this disease? I don't know, he's probably going to like kiss Danny and then she's going to turn He's going to start making its way and... through the uh, lower fighting pit since he was fighting everybody? That's what I want to know. Like, can if Jorah touches somebody now, does he get it? And like, also how bad are the stones on his arm? Did like the writers forget about that? Like, I no, need to know. They're letting that shit brew. But I want to know. Uh, where are we? Six episodes in? Seven? I think we're on episode seven. No, we better check that. The gift, yeah, this gift was seven. Yeah, this is episode seven. So there's three left. Yeah, they're not. They can't do. Well, they could do a lot. Who knows? Anyway, so yeah, that's saying what they can't do. What about what they can do? <laughs> Are you a can or a can't? All right. Well, there's no I in team. Oh wait, oh, we're talking about boy. that. <laughs> so, do we have anything else you want to say about this? Nope. Except that that was the awesomest moment, pretty much. Well, the second most. Well, there were two awesome moments in the show, and that was one of them. Yeah. So let's head over to King's Landing. I am the king. The queen is in prison and there is nothing I can do. I'll call in the army. I'll take back the sect and kill every last one of them. Just kidding. I won't. Instead, I'll cry with my mommy. Tommen is an adorable child. He's disappointing me. What did you expect from him? Because I expected exactly this. He's the king of... Of Westeros. Yeah, I expected his reign to He's go- letting an old man with dirty feet <laughs> and a bunch of fucking idiots with robes run his city into the ground. You hate his dirty feet. And now his mumsy's in jail. Well, Tommen, what are you going to do, dude? Uh, nothing. Just like he did the whole other time. But before we even get to Tommen, 
we get a lot of my good friend, Grandma Tyrell, in this episode. We do, don't we? Yep, she talks to High Sparrow, she talks to Littlefinger, she just talks her way through this whole thing. She checks out everybody. <sighs> we need to talk about the High Sparrow. Yeah, he's a douche, and I fucking can't stand him. Except at the end of the episode, I liked him a little. <laughs> this guy, let's, do you mind if I just go with High Sparrow talk? Yes, no, I'm just kidding, go ahead. He annoys me so deeply. Because of his eyebrows? Everything about him. <laughs> he's one of these manipulative, holier-than-thou, pretending he's all that. He's so fucking full of shit. He, like, I hate that he's pretending like, oh, I just, I'm answering to the gods. And she's like, yeah, well, well, where does that come in? And he's like, yeah, oh, the, the fucking book. And he's like, oh, so you're fucking, it's off a book. It's a, it's a, yeah, they're jabbing at that whole religious thing, right? The blind fucking, right? Yeah. But he pretends like he's so above like, like Olena Tyrell was needling him. She's like, what is it you want? Like, what, what, what's your fucking angle here? Yeah. And he tries to play it off like, oh, it's just answering to the gods. But That's really, definitely is he, like. is that what he's doing? Because let's talk about well, the, the downfall first episode, of you Cersei. Thought so. I know. You were all on board with this dude. Yes, I was in that. I thought, well. You like that he had no shoes. But let's talk about <laughs> what he's doing now. And that's, so. According to him, when he confronts Cersei at the end, according to him, Lancel came to him and told us these troubling things. Mm -hmm. And he had a lot to say about you, he says. So this guy's been sitting on this information, waiting for his opportunity to take Cersei down. That Maybe doesn't Lancel seem... just told him like yesterday. No, that's not what he's saying. By his own admission, he's like, oh, this young troubled man came to us once and now Lancel's running around like, I'm the shit, I'm arresting people. So before all this happens, the High Sparrow had this information ahead of time. That's kind of the, inf that's kind of what I got from that conversation. Did you not get that? Yes. So what the fuck? Have you been waiting to spring this trap on Cersei? What, what do you want to raise the fucking, the, the fucking banner, the God of the Seven gods or whatever the hell he does and sit on the iron throne yourself like the goddamn pope king like what is he trying to do i don't know but i wonder if this has anything to do with the fact that when Littlefinger talks to elena he says that he came to give cersei information and he's like i also have a gift for you like the same type of gift i gave cersei and i wonder if he gave cersei information that helped her with loris to get loris thrown in jail and maybe he not that he gave Elena the information about Cersei, but maybe, maybe he had Lancel. I don't know. Like, I, so let's. Why think, do I feel like? Let's think about the High Sparrow for a minute. And when this episode started, it was the whole, oh, this guy's kind of floating around, and there's rumblings, right? So he has this whole religious idea, like these should be the laws. No one's above the laws, and what he's going to enforce the laws with what a bunch of kids with clubs. So he had to ply his position to get himself in a position of power. So like, obviously he has ambition beyond, I want to serve, whatever. Yeah. He has ambition to position himself in to, to, to enforce this God rule. Mm -hmm. He can't enforce the God rule by uh, giving fucking soup to the poor. Yeah. He has no power down there. All he can do is, you know, help the fucking hurting people of, of King's Landing. Mm -hmm. But now he's maneuvered himself into a position to where he has power over people. He's got these faith militants. They're getting larger. Now he's accumulating power. And now he's going to fucking have power. Yeah. But 
he still kind of doesn't. And when Tommen has his little rant before mommy calms him down and, you know, she's like, come down. He's like, no. She's like, calm down. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. They could squash these people like they don't need Kevin Lannister's help. They don't need they have an army and a bunch of Kingsguard and a bunch of Lannister troops and they could just be done with this bullshit. What's the worst that happens? Are people going to fucking uprise? Cersei says they'll kill Tommen. That's what she told him. How? That's what she told him. I didn't say it's true. I said that's what she told him and he's like, okay. Tommen needs to take direct action next episode because Cersei, his mom's in jail. His wife's in jail. His brother-in-law's in jail. They're all in jail. What are you going to do, Tommen? Uh, call Uncle Kevin. Yeah, have. And do what? Tommen needs some help, dude. And have a march from Casterly fucking Rock from Lannisport. Well, if they take the plane that Littlefinger took, they'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. Touche. <laughs> Care about the program. I don't but know. Do you think that there's anything to that? Like, do you think when Littlefinger was saying to Elena, like, I have information for you, like, maybe he knew this was going to come down from the High Sparrow on Cersei and he let Elena know ahead of time? Or, like, what do you think that he was talking to her about? When he said he had information for her, a gift, the same type of gift he gave Cersei. But he says that a little differently, does he not? Right? Cersei summoned me to King's Landing. I dared not refuse her. And what did she want? Piece of information she knew that I had. Neither silence nor lies were an option. But I have other information of which she is unaware. And as you say, our interests are aligned. I have a gift for you. What kind of gift? The same kind I gave Cersei. A handsome young man. A handsome young man. I don't remember him saying The same kind I gave Cersei. What handsome young man? Well, I think the whole thing he's saying is, is that I disappeared for a while, and when Cersei summoned me, I had to come. I cannot raise suspicion. I returned. But I don't think the information Cersei wanted was about Sansa. You don't think so? No, because she had no idea that Sansa was alive. So why would she be like, hey, Littlefinger, I heard a rumor Sansa was alive. Come down here and tell me. She had no clue. Do you think so? Do you think that? I think that she wanted information on Loras and she knew that it was Littlefinger's brothel and that he kind of had. And I, I just started thinking that watching the episode now. No, nope, that's fine. Not previously. But um, you don't think he would have said to that dude, Oliver, whatever his name is, like, hey, you got to testify against I think you're right, actually. No, I think you're right. Like, and Cersei's like, hey, I need to get the Tyrells out. Like, what do you have on Loras? And Littlefinger's like, I got a ton of shit about him banging dudes. And Cersei's yeah, you're like, right. well, come to King's Landing and fucking hook me up. And he's like, all right. And then when he's down there, he's like, hey, by the way, Sansa's alive too. Just a heads up. Right. So what is he giving Elena? That's similar to what he gave Cersei. That's all I'm saying. He said right? a handsome young boy. Maybe that's Lancel. But no, because the High Sparrow says he came to us and he had a, his soul was heavy. His soul was so light he could float. Yeah. I think Lancel just gave that information. And when he's saying... So yeah, I agree with you. I think the information was about Loras, mm-hmm. and he gave her the Sansa information because it didn't matter much. We've already yeah. discussed that. Mm-hmm. But maybe the in, maybe a handsome young boy is. Are we supposed to believe that maybe he's looking to wed Robin to somebody? Yeah. Did I hear the story? Who said this? Somebody Me. Said this. Oh, While yeah, we were yeah. watching it, I said, yeah, "Is this yeah. a Robin thing?" Like if yeah. But to who? Marjorie. What's Tommen going to do? Die? Fucking be dead? I don't know. Just like every other freaking Baratheon in the world except for Stannis. I thought he was a Lannister. He is Lannister, but yes. He's not really a Lannister. Well, he is really a Lannister, but he's not a Lannister like in the eyes of like... Definitely a Lannister. Just saying, but 
They think he's a Baratheon. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So exactly. I don't know if that has something to do with Robin. I kind of didn't get that, but that was the first I thing totally I thought. Like spaced out that he even said that. Yeah, which shows you like my mind was already going down this path. Right. About like how his little finger involved with Cersei being thrown in jail because I still think somehow he was involved in this. I don't even know how, but I'm totally like I just feel like Littlefinger's involved in everything that's like treacherous. Right. So my right. mind was down that path, and any line that did not fit into my mold because the in the, because goodbye. the, the Lancel thing makes no sense. Lancel's Lancel is 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 a devout is a devout faith militant. He's not going to even have a conversation with Peter. No. Yeah, I know. I, right? I realize. So that. it must be Robin. Mm-hmm. He might be planning this big coup where based on where everything's at now, they're going to get rid of Tommen, which is horribly tragic. Poor and Tommen. put Marjorie in, in put Marjorie with Robin. Robin. But then who's in charge of King's Landing? Them, right? The Tyrells. Oh, yeah. Robin and Marjorie. Yeah. Well, is that like if Cersei and like Tommen both die? Not that Cersei's ever going to die because the actress <laughs> is just too good said everybody um, during episode nine of season one when Ned Stark was alive um, about him, not about Cersei. You know what I mean? Wow. You went deep, (laughs) deep, deep into the archives of Game of Thrones. Deep. Sometimes good people die. Yeah. Well, continue. I don't even remember what I was going to say anymore. It distracted me. No, but I think think you're right. I think that, I think that it could be a Robin Marjorie kind of setup. Why not, right? Ew, poor Marjorie. Poor fucking Marjorie. Because now you got the Tyrells. Now you got the Vale. Now you got all that shit. He's going to have Sansa. And, uh, Guess what happens to Winterfell? Things. You're fucked. You're done. You can't withstand the combined forces mm-hmm. of the House Tyrell, which is rich as fuck. Giant army. Super powerful. Whatever you got at King's Landing. Kevin Lannister at that point has to come into the fold. He's like, fuck. He has to bend the knee. So now you got whatever's left of the Lannisters. And then you start marching on Winterfell. The people in Winterfell are going to rebel. You got Stannis coming. The Boltons will be fucking annihilated. Which is my dream. I dream of that every night. And then once that's done, I become Lord of the North, says Peter Baelish. That's what he wants. He goes up there. Love that dude. Marries fucking Sansa. Hangs out in Winterfell. Somebody else handles the veil. In 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 Robin and in in Marjorie or in fucking whatever and what's his name is a shitty king and then they get killed later at some point I don't know if Robin becomes king and our succession of kings has been Joffrey Tommen and Robin <laughs> wait Robert Robert Joffrey Tommen Robin that is pretty fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck maybe now people should start thinking about like democracy just saying. <laughs> Like, maybe monarchy is not the way to go anymore. Those are some shitty kings. Just going to be honest. Robert maybe was Maybe need the man. a new bloodline in there. Miss Robert. Yeah, R. we'll R. get freaking Gendry, whatever the fuck his name is, and let him, or let Stannis be king, but he's going to be dead. <sighs> Jesus. Let's just talk about how awesome it was when Cersei got arrested, please. Yeah, shall we? Best moment of my life. I'm going to say something. I wanted Cersei to... Cersei's in a very unique position. For some fucking dumb reason... Cersei can't just be like, I'm happy for you, Tommen. This is great. I'm going to be your mother. I'm going to advise you. I'm going to make fucking friends with Marjorie. No, I got to be a turbo bitch and try to fucking rule everything and cause all this chaos. She can't just fucking accept what's happened to the Lannisters at this point. Tywin's dead. Tyrion's gone. Your brother's gone. Fucking stop. She's created this whole mess as listeners have fucking 
Like I saw Adam today. He's like, I called it. I called it. I said, I know you did. I'm going to shout you out on the show, Adam. So good job, Adam. The her sins have come, have returned to haunt her sins, quote unquote. And sweet, sweet irony is what I wrote. She could have just, just fucking be nice. What's so wrong with that? It's so funny because they really have been like, again, with the foreshadowing and there was so much talk of like, it doesn't matter what position of power you're in. We're still going to get you. Like, God doesn't care if you're a king or like, you know what I mean? And Marjorie's like, hey, I am in this position of power. And they're like, yeah, we don't care. And then there's been a lot of talk about Tom and being an abomination. Are they going to freaking arrest him next? Like, what the hell is going to happen? And also, I just love that when Cersei is getting arrested and she's like, I am the queen. And I was like, yeah, so was Marjorie. And you threw her in jail and didn't think twice. Like, what the fuck do you think was going to happen to you? Hello? Sure. First of all, Tommen will not be arrested. The, the, the one thing the show has shown us this far is, is that the king, the king's guard, the army, the, the, the military answer to the king. They're not going to go, oh, oh, okay, the high sparrow says so. That that wouldn't that would be fucking dumb to me. I think that would be shitty writing. I can see the high sparrow fucking trying to because he yes. said that kings and queens. Answer yeah, we to know the that's his whole fucking stupid rhetoric. But yeah, it is his whole stupid. But rhetoric. I think if they go to try to arrest Tommen, I think that we could have. It's going to be a fucking civil war. But I don't know who the fuck knows because they've already turned their backs on those guys going after people already. The soldiers, remember? Yeah. That very distinct moment when the soldiers are up on the fucking ramparts and they turn their backs on the shit going on? They don't fucking care. Yeah, clean them up. Fuck them. Can you, like, or is it, like, Tommen's fault, though, that his mother, like, is into incest? Like, can you blame Tommen for that? I can't blame Tommen for things other than he needs to... He's, not be a puss? He's too controlled by his mother. Joffrey was don't not. be a puss, Tommen. To a fault. Now... Here's what I will say. Do you remember the very first episode of the season? Do you remember the first scene? Yeah, Cersei was having a flashback. And what was the prophecy? A woman would take her down, greater and more beautiful, and all her children would be dead. All of her children would be dead. Guess what? Tommen's fucked. Oh, yeah. There's still one left, Marcella, but she's fucked too. All her children would be dead, it said, she said. Are we sure? Or was it three kings, three shrouds? Number. Gold are their crowns. Gold are their shrouds. I don't think there was a number. I'm just saying. I think if we want to go back to the prophecy, which, by the way, one flashback, start of the season, haven't seen one since. Prophecy hasn't been mentioned. Dean's pretty happy about this because he hates flashbacks. Except, why put it in if you're not going to do anything with it? And But maybe that's what's coming here. I think Tom is in trouble. And I think that's Littlefinger's plan is to use Robin to marry to Marjorie once they get rid of Tommen. Sorry, Tommen. Oh, Marjorie, she's had to marry fucking Joffrey and Robin. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh God, Robin will be harder to control for her, but, you know, once she... breastfeed him a couple times. He'll be like, thanks, <laughs> mom. And, no, actually, I'm your wife, Robin. This is really creepy. <laughs> this is what I did with my mother. So, yeah, I don't know. But I think that's what's going on here, and I think this prophecy may come home to roost. Damn. Because they didn't put it in the beginning of the first season, the first clip. They wanted us to forget about it, but we're too smart for that. I don't forget nothing, Game of Thrones, except when double we forget negative. stuff and our listeners yell at us. Yeah. They well, don't really yell at us. You guys are lovely. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, this High Sparrow guy, I mean, he's so fucking arrogant. That's what I mean. Like, this whole fucking setup is like, 
super annoying. First of all, how does he signal Lancel to walk in at the perfect dramatic moment? Lancel's waiting in the wing. Someone's <laughs> like, it's your cue. It's your cue, Lancel. Lancel go, go, go. He goes too soon. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. He, he backs up. He's like, he starts to open the door. He's like, oh shit, he didn't say the cool thing yet. Like, what's he get his ear to the door waiting for, wait, waiting for the high spar to he's be like. He's making that face, like that face where he's just like, my face is serious right now. Yeah. I have a serious face. Serious face waiting for the cue. Got his little ear pressed up against the door waiting for him to come in in the dramatic moment. I mean, there's not like a production assistant who's like, Lancel, now, go, go. No, I know, but I'm just saying in no, the story. I'm saying in the story, there isn't one of those. Like, this isn't like a big scene that's been set. <laughs> You know what would totally make the high spiral so much less formable? He reaches down, he picks up a bell, tinkling, ling, 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 fucking Lancel walks in. That's how he signals him, right? Ling, 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 ling. Oh, good Lord. Perfect dramatic moment. Listen, I knew, I didn't know Lancel was coming in. All I knew is as soon as he started talking about like, this sept of Baylor is all built, but who built this? Their name's not on there. Why? The time before people were so fucking full of themselves and wrote their names on shit. I'm like, fucking Cersei's going to jail. I was like smiling. I kept like looking at Dean, like smiling. And like, I was like so excited. because I'm like, I think Cersei's going to get arrested here. Like, this is really cool. But I didn't want to say anything in case I was wrong. I was right. But here's the thing. It doesn't make me like the High Sparrow more that he arrested Cersei. It doesn't make me like him either, but it makes me happy because sweet, sweet irony, Cersei. Before I get to Cersei, the High Sparrow annoys me. Because this whole arrogant setup, oh, this and this and this, I'm so fucking above it all. I'm so above it all. Really? You're so above it all? You're so above it all? Really? The way you lay this whole fucking story out to make your dramatic point? Bullshit. You're not here just for the fucking God's justice. You're here to make a point. And that's the thing about this high sparrow. Don't let him fool you. Okay? He doesn't fool me. Don't let him fool you, listener. Because he's a bastard. Just saying. But yeah, it was nice to see Cersei get thrown under the ground. And I just like what she said. I'm the queen. And I was like, yeah, that's what Marjorie said last week too, Cersei. Mm. Just saying. Is it wrong of me to say that Cersei deserves something better as far as her going out if she goes out? If she gets killed? Yeah. She's not going to get killed because of this. No, I don't think so. That's insanity. But maybe. Who knows what's going to happen with this whole Littlefinger Elena thing. I am 100% certain. What did I say when I knew Oberyn wasn't going to die? But then he did. I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Shocked if Oberyn dies. Knocked on wood if Cersei dies. Yeah. All right. Anything else here for um, King's Landing? I feel like I've talked for like 17 hours. That's awesome. Good job. Let's get to our listener comments. All right. I have Jesse Privet. Certainly had a lot of stuff going down go down this week. Biggest of all, Cersei was in prison. Honestly, who didn't see this coming? I hear you, Jesse. The faith is spreading like a disease in King's Landing. Reap what you sow, I guess. <laughs> Reek is still a piece of shit. Sorry, Jessica. Yeah, I'm with you now. I'm on that bandwagon. Jon Snow left the wall and poor Sam is starting to have a hard time. And she wrote, or yeah, she. No, he. Jesse's a he, right? Affirmative. Sam is starting to have a quote unquote Hard time. Oh my. Both of the Night's Watch and that wildling girl. <laughs> hey. Uh, and lastly, the Queen of Dragons may finally have her advisor. All in all, a good episode for sure, but I just feel this season- oh, Okay, so he's saying Tyrion could be the advisor. Yes. Gotcha. It's creeping by. Lots of political movements going on, but no fantasy except for that Dornish girl. <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the poison if I get the view too. That's what Dean said. 
Thanks, guys, for all the awesome pods. But what does it matter for? Well, I'm with you there, pal. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, he is. I'd take that poison. I mean, if she's just going to give you the fucking antidote, why the hell not? Yeah, there's no risk here. I sweat <laughs> no a little. I see four boobs instead of two for a second, and then I'm fine. I don't know. Wouldn't see those boobs. Yeah, tearing the advisor. Duh. That Duh. makes sense. Jesse Ellis. Now, a couple of things. Jesse, I want to say, and uh, I, I will also thank you on the Science Fiction Film Podcast, because that's where I do a lot of my thanking for this stuff, not typically on these shows. But I got your email. I noticed that you decided to become a patron through patreon.com slash LSG Media. And I want to say that is incredibly thoughtful. Super generous of you to make that commitment to us, Jesse. Um, I've known Jesse for many, 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 many years. We we don't hang out quite as much anymore, life and all that shit. But I was very, uh, I was pleasantly surprised and a bit taken aback when you decided to donate to us monthly. So thank you so much, Jesse. I really appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, thanks, dude. Now let's get to Jesse's email. Wow, Braun can sing. Good thing too. That might be the only thing that made the any quotes most beautiful girl in the world end quote take pity on him. <laughs> I honestly thought that the poison she gave him got activated by him getting a boner while he watched her strip. (laughs) I said the same thing, kind of, right? Because I was like, what is she casting a magic spell on him? Why is he going cuckoo? Anyway, he continues. Speaking of boners, hurrah for Sam. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I love that clip. I guess all those beating, I guess all those beatings he probably caught by the village bullies as a kid finally paid off. I have no idea where ghosts came from. It doesn't make any damn sense, but it was still cool to watch those scumbags shit their pants and run. It was a great reminder that the Night's Watch is full of rapists, murderers, and other near-duels that cannot be trusted if something tempting is present. I honestly didn't think... I know. Can we talk about that for a second? Everyone's... Whenever we talk about Game of Thrones, we're like, oh, those dirty fucking wildlings, those evil wildlings. The wildlings are the coolest fucking people in the show, in my opinion. I've never talked about the wildlings. The fucking people of the night... All the people... All the brother... The brothers of the night's watch, the brothers. And now their watch is ended. They're all supposed to be cool? No. They're all a bunch of fucking rapers. Fuck them. I hope the wildlings win. I never say bad things at the wildlings. So that must be the rando people on the streets who do that. Rando people on the streets. All right. Jesse continues. I honestly didn't think I could possibly hate Ramsey more. I was wrong. I feel like the rest of the season is going to be a Ramsey Bolton arms race. He'll keep topping himself every episode until he finally gets killed. That's a good call, Jesse. I really, really hope that Brienne lays a savage beating on him. I've pretty much given up on Theon. If the last episode wasn't enough to make him turn out, I don't think anything will. I said the same thing, Jesse. He continues by saying, I just wonder if Sansa will muster up the bravery to shiv him with whatever she took off the ramparts during the opening before Brienne can get to him. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome email. Not even done. I would say that for all I care, Melisandre can go die in the fire for suggesting <laughs> they sacrifice Shireen. Damn straight. But that won't work. Point. Sure, Jorah is a badass, seriously. Completely dismantled all those gladiators without even so much as breaking a sweat after dishing a savage backhand to his new slave master. Oh, yeah, he slapped yeah, he his fucking him. slave master. That was awesome. I love that whole scene. Great episode overall. I really like the setup for the end of the season. One last tidbit, and this may be slightly spoilery, but you haven't been talking about how episode nine is often a major battle. But yeah. you've been talking about it. He says, yes. He says, this season's episode nine is called The Dance of Dragons. Mm, just saying. Um, also, I was just looking at my theory. In, in seasons one and three, there was major character death in episodes nine. In seasons two and four, there were huge battles. So you might be in for major character death. Ah. I don't know. 
just in case. I just want to cover all my bases and make sure my prediction is correct. That's some good math you're doing, working it out there. Yep. Character death, dead, battle. Well, let's continue, shall we, since no one can see what you're writing. Who do you have? Thank you very much for that email, uh, Jesse. It was fantastic. I have a Philip Childers. Awesome episode. I think Brienne needs to swoop in next episode and save Sansa before the Battle of Winterfell. She's not allowed to die until she successfully defends someone besides Pod. <laughs> Considering she hasn't successfully defended anyone yet. I know. <laughs> I thought Theon would do the right thing. Oh, well, the internet could stay decimated. Did you say the end? Week. I think you might say Theon. I said I thought Theon. Oh, I'm sorry. Would I didn't do the hear right you. thing. Okay. Oh well, the internet can stay decimated. For another <laughs> yeah, right. Offended. Well. <sighs> controversy. Yeah, I think uh, in the, oh, Jesse's email. I don't know. I, I don't. I think he's. I don't think it's gonna happen. All right, Damaris. Uh, I know you guys will do an excellent job of reviewing this, so I don't have much to say except this: Karma is a bigger bitch than Cersei. Yeah. Nice. Succinct to the point. Not fucking around. I agree. Me too. Anybody else? Everybody agrees. Anybody else for emails? Oh, no. I have one more from Jamie Lomas. Jamie says, so I guess Dion isn't going to help and Brienne won't get involved until she realizes Stannis is going to attack. Little bitch Theon. I hope Sansa opens up his carotid with that stick thing she stole. His betrayal is complete. Little fucker deserves a bitch death. Yeah, Jamie, yeah. I just remember something. Thanks that, like, for the email, Jamie. I agree, and I share your passion. Jamie's email just made me remember about how Brienne like really wants to kill Stannis. Yeah, I know. Bummer, huh? So what if Brienne kills Stannis? It's going to be a clusterfuck. Can we just agree? Uh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a mess. Final thoughts. Um, Great. I now feel- I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I said everything I had to say. I feel like I've said so much. I'm going to go. Theon, going to disappoint you. Brienne, probably going to kill somebody awesome. Might end up being Stannis. Sansa, going to kill Ramsay. She'll deliver the killing blow. What else? Any other good ones? Ghost, uh, going to kill some rando dudes ghost, when he's hungry. I don't know. Feed the fucking guy. He's just going to appear sometimes. Like, oh, hey, guys. John gets back to the wall. No one's alive except Sam. <laughs> <laughs> His ghost, ghost is fat as shit. Jobs. Like, ghost, you need to go on a diet. God. <laughs> um, uh, Dorn, no idea. Zero clue. to give a shit. Uh, Jamie and Braun are going to go home with their tails between their legs. Unless, of course, uh, Prince Dorn is like... Um, Let's kill Jamie. Hey, Braun, you're in big trouble. No, because see, notice how Braun was in jail and he wasn't. That's yeah, that the fucking beautiful. obvious uh, difference in their worth. Yep. Um, yeah. So... I don't know. That's what I got going on right now. King's Landing. Uh, whoa. That's a clusterfuck ah, if there ever was one. What? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. But now Tom is in charge and has no help. So. He's going to take back everything by force. Damn but not now. really. He's just going to say he's going to. And then cry. Tommen either is going to get arrested now or he's going to do something awesome. But Tommen... Tommen's arc is going to spike rapidly and he's either going to die or do something awesome. I'm worried about Tommen. I don't think he's going to make it. He's so adorable. Don't but think he's going to make Sir it. Pounce? Sorry. Ghost he's going to die too? too. Um, I don't know. I think, I think, the right city. I think Tommen's fucked. Oh, sorry, Tommen, but good for Robin, I guess. Now I can marry Marjorie. And think, Mar- Marjorie's going to bang some other young kid. Jesus I think Christ. that's the play because Littlefinger wants to go to Winterfell with Sansa once the Boltons are out. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I guess we will see only how many episodes left? Three. Three episodes left. God damn. Shit's going to get hectic with some quickness. I'm scared. I am very scared. Shivering me timbers. Me too. All right. We're going to get out of here. How does Gilly talk again? No, how does Marcella talk again? I'm totally marrying this dude, Uncle Jamie. We'll see you next week. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for checking out LSG Media's coverage of A Game of Thrones. Make sure you check us out on the web at libertystreetgeek.net. That's libertystreetgeek.net, where you can see other shows we have like The Walking Dead and the Science Fiction Film Podcast. All right, folks, we will catch you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one.